It's a film with three brains. 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 Oh my god, you guys are freaks. Brandon Lee is Jake Lowe. He wasn't looking for trouble. He saw me with But it found him anyway. The Chicago branch of La Cosa Nostra. He hasn't pulled the trigger in 15 years. And you, my friend, were there to see it. Now, he's a witness. We'll be under 24-hour FBI protection. So who else is testifying against this guy? Who's about to become a target. I think I've had enough police protection. Rapid fire. Not the face. All right, we're starting. Hi, welcome to the film with three brains. I am Cohen. Hey. <laughs> of course, I screwed it up. <laughs> In Maplewood, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, this is shot at Chicago. <laughs> It's Sam saying, don't fear the weapon, fear the oh, man. Nice. Yes, Ooh. I was ready. What was, what was that toy? What was that toy? Yeah, what was your little was a sound effect? It was that a was sound, a sound effect, effect from the movie? No, no. I, unfortunately, oh. there's no sound effect in Rapid Fire this good. It's from, right. Kill, it's from Kill Bill Volume 2. Okay. <laughs> in the fight between Elle and the bride, uh, nice. Daryl Hannah. Nice. One of the best fights in both between both films. Uh, anyway, the movie we are discussing is Rapid Fire, 1992. Uh, punch him up movie, action film starring Brandon Lee, the movie he did before The Crow. Um, I don't have any perception of how well known this movie is or not known. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing not known. Yeah, it seems like perhaps not. Um, well. I mean, it did. It was like number three at the box office when it was released. Yeah. I mean, All right. Well, I, I, or let's um, say perhaps overshadowed by the crow because he was killed making the crow, and the crow is a much better film. But uh, <laughs> yes, no debate there. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. <laughs> did uh, it? Uh, yeah. What? What was? Uh, what? What lined up with your expect? Your memory of it? Uh, the fight scenes, basically, that's it. <laughs> like the fight scenes are well done, for the most, most part. Them. They're pretty yeah. well, pretty well choreographed, pretty well, pretty well um, shot. The story's dog shit. Um, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's so pretty bad. bad. And, the, and you know, for the most part, the performances are really fucking weird. Yeah, like, like yeah. Powers Booth. <laughs> well, no, I thought actually, I thought Powers Booth was fairly normal. The writing's bad. He does what he the writing's can. Writing's bad. Yeah, but like. <laughs> so well let me give a let me give a quick synopsis before we dig in uh rapid fire you know it's a it's a, a karate movie um starring brandon lee who is bruce lee's son who was killed making the crow his next film after this um so rapid fire is about an art student a half chinese art student who lost his father in Tiananmen square um has a chip on his shoulder about it and he gets persuaded to go to um 
it gets duped into going to like a fundraiser for Free China uh, groups or something. I don't. I don't. It was a little unclear. <laughs> um, it was. Yeah, and uh, in the middle of it all, he witnesses uh, an American Italian mobster murder a Chinese like partner mobster over heroin stuff. And he's a witness, and they try and kill him, and they can't. And then he gets taken into protective custody by dirty feds who, you know, try and kill him, but they can't because he's too fucking dope. And he escapes, but then he runs into some Chicago cops who are clean and like protect him and try and take down the bad guys. And then they do. Um, well, he does. Brandon Lee almost single handedly takes down like <laughs> all the bad guys in this whole scenario where the cops do very little, <laughs> yep. which is pretty funny. And there's a, a very strange forced love story in the middle of it all. Very strange. Is really hard to buy because it's just it's forced and there's no chemistry there <laughs> at all. There's no lead up to it either. Yeah, yeah. No. It just sort of just happens. Happy. You're like, oh, I guess they're both young and attractive. So why wouldn't they? I guess <laughs> is the rationale. The kiss itself, like his first, he kind of like swoops up to kiss. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really. I mean. But like we were saying, most of the performances are pretty odd. I thought Brandon Lee's pretty good. He's he's a little rough around the edges, but he has he has like charisma. He has something, you know. You can see why they cast him in the Crow, and yeah, he, prob- he probably would have had a pretty interesting or at least prolific or successful career if not critically acclaimed. It'd, it'd have been something, you know, had he not been uh, accidentally murdered on the set of the Crow. Yeah, if if you compare him to. Dolph Lundgren or, you know, some of the people that passed for action heroes mm-hmm. in in the late 80s and late 80s and into mm-hmm. the 90s. Sure. I mean, he's he's um, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, if, if you compare him to like Steven Seagal, who we talked about in Alfred Justice <laughs> or, or Jean-Claude or, yeah, Dolph Lundgren or even like Sylvester Stallone in the 80s. Right. You know, whether he was a bad actor or not, it's hard to say. It's just like. Well, Sylvester Sloan's an anomaly because he's great in Rocky. And that's right. about it. <laughs> he's fine in other stuff, but he's great in the first Rocky and some of the other ones, but nothing else. I don't know. It's odd. Anyway, yeah, you're right. Brandon Lee, he, he had something. You know, there was something there. I feel like he could have played like a, a nerdy type that just got th- I mean, maybe if I were to rewrite this movie, if we, <laughs> because I think we can that's what agree. we do. Well, I think it needs it also. <laughs> um, yes. I think you would you would put him as a student and less, you know, well, just just more coincidental, mm-hmm. like getting dragged into it. Like he was because he seemed like ready. He, You know, obviously he's a good fighter. There's no explanation for that. I don't think like why is he? Well, a good his, I mean, his dad his... was like army intelligence. So I guess. They, they did mention that his dad actually taught at one at the oh, school. Oh, right, right, yes. right. Okay. They threw that in there. But yes. it's it, but just to interrupt real quick, it is a little sure. bit weird that at the beginning of the movie, the setup for our character is that he knows how to draw. <laughs> Not that he knows <laughs> how to <laughs> right, fight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, the big thing. We're gonna get this art class scene in here to set yeah. who our character is. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably just so he could do a police sketch of the bad guy. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> the only yeah. So they could look at the drawing and go, that's uh, Tony Serrano or whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I mean, the script could use some work. A lot. You know what, though? Here, here I'll say a this lot. about this. This is what I think of rapid fire. Like, 
if you took all the footage they shot and all the elements they had to make this movie and gave it to a really top-notch editor, there's there's probably a much better film in there. Okay. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because it's not so- terrible. It's just not good. After 30 years, they should just release that crap. Be like, here it is. We're putting this on the web as a contest. Ah, that's Recut a good idea. This, that's interesting. You know, people would do it. I you mean, know what people the, would totally redo it. It's funny you say that because um, not that it's public or contest, but Sylvester Stallone is doing something very similar right now, or was, with um, Rocky Four. So I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but when COVID no. first started, you know, Everyone was in lockdown and he was sitting in whatever his mansion, wherever the hell bored. And he started sort of thinking about Rocky four. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Logically. And I think he we may because, have talked about this too. Yeah. I yeah, think we did talk it. about it. Yeah. yeah. And he started re-editing it and was discovering, he had all the footage. He was discovering shots and angles and takes and stuff. He couldn't even remember doing. And he didn't understand why he didn't use it the first time. So he's, he, I don't know if they released it yet or not doing a whole new cut of Rocky four. Um, that he edited with his, or his editor edited with him, you know, in the room uh, while locked down during COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they released it yet, but I'm curious. Things like that fascinate me. But yeah, that would be that would be really interesting, Sam, if they did that. And, and why not do it with something like this that nobody really cares about and most people don't really remember? Yep. I'm like, here you go. Here's our footage. Make a movie and see what happens. <laughs> that would be a really interesting experiment. Well, I'll see if uh, if we can um, get the interns to talk to their community, <laughs> you know, to the interns over yeah. at, uh, oh, what was this, uh, what what movie house did this? Uh, oh, I don't know. 20th Century Fox? Oh, yeah, it was 20th yeah. Century Fox, because yeah. when the old logo came up, I was like, oh. Yeah. Nostalgia. Yes. Yeah. Sam, what'd you think of this movie? Yeah. Um, okay. So I was trying to put myself into 1992 mode because I was like, okay, clearly since this, we've seen better, better fighting movies. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, well, somewhere around here was Rumble in the Bronx Mm -hmm. a little bit later, which to me is much better. Like there are elements of this, like, like I love when he's under the table, he kick or he slides Mm -hmm. under the table, kicks Mm -hmm. the table up Sure. or for a split second, he grabs the, 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 um, the rack, rack for the clothes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cl- yeah, yeah. The clothing rack. And he's like, I was like, oh, they, this is what they should have realized was was the money for this movie was was this stuff, his ability yeah. to do these things. Yeah. Which they totally underutilized, yeah. in, in my opinion, because everything else was crap. And they, mm-hmm. they probably knew that everything else was crap because, yeah. they, I mean, it's, it's so contrived. It was, part of me was like, you know what? They need to make this movie as a parody of 80s, 90s you know, action yeah. fighting movies. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anyone has made a parody of that, but it's like, it, it was, to me, I was thinking like the Austin Powers version would be like, okay, now, you know, cause you're the hero of the movie. We're going to stick you into the bad guy's place alone with no one else who's on your side <laughs> with a wire on you, but you're going to somehow magically go in and, and get what we need on, on tape and uh i'm sure it's all gonna go according to plan you know <laughs> like right. like it's just it's like you're like this doesn't even like you can't even s- stop to analyze it because it there's nothing there's it's no. it's, it's, lo- it's lunacy yeah you know but 
So once you knew you had that, once you're like, okay, everything's going to be craziness, you're just going to have the fighting and be like, okay, is the fighting, is the fighting worth it? You know, does it meet, does it meet 2022 standards? No. Cause we've seen, we've seen so many other things, yeah. um, you know, pretty much just Keanu Reeves himself sure. <laughs> has, has yeah. been doing things, you but know, for the time. So, you know, right. pre, pre matrix, I mean, on, yeah. honestly, the matrix really changed shit. It did. It totally changed. In a huge it. way, the yeah. way we, we see, you know, fight scenes in films. Yeah. It's crazy the effect it had. And not yeah. just bullet time. That that yeah. that's not even that's like I feel like that's even kind of a smallish part of the way it changed things. Right. You know? I mean yeah. if you watch any Jean Claude Van Damme movie from the eighties, most of the fight scenes are like okay. Right. You know? Well, nothing think- nothing like you'll see in John Wick or whatever. You know, um, it's well. For nobody did fight scenes that were that long, right? And that uh, right. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Actually, let let me read. But American films. We're talking about American films because Jackie Chan's been doing it, you know, for thirty years. But Mm -hmm. yeah, American films. But but when he fights Al Young, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there that was a good fight. Yeah, that was a good one. And, you know, they had some extended, it wasn't all, you know, scene, you know, sequences where it wasn't just cut, cut, cut. Right, right. And, you know, so you're like, okay, these two know how to do it, you know. And and it took the whole movie to get to that, which is Mm -hmm. a shame. Yeah. Um, Because I think that that's kind of where we are now is, you know, coming from today. So, you know part of the review goals is like, should you go back and watch this? And should you go back and watch this fight movie versus any other fight movie? I don't really think so. Like, I, I like, was it okay to watch? Sure. But it wasn't, Yeah, I was like, there's so many other flaws with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, I, I will say that I was sort of, you know, if you, you discount Jackie Chan movies and you think of movies from this era, late eighties, early nineties, the fight scenes in this are better than most. For that time. For that time, sure. For that time, yeah, you know. I think I think it's worth I think it's worth it for like Brandon Lee fans and sort of you know I was, uh, there's some things about this movie or about Brandon Lee I didn't really know, you know, sort of reading through sort of the IMDb trivia stuff about the effect you know this film specifically had on, um, you know, sort of things that came after. You know, the inspiration or, or not this film so much, I guess, is Brandon Lee and Juke Kindo, which is, you know, the the, uh, the martial art that is that Bruce Lee um, created. Right. Uh, sort of interesting um, all the way to John Wick, you know, Chad uh, Stahelski. Uh, um, yeah, know. I thought that was interesting. The same trainers. Yeah. Yeah. Years you later. Know. Yeah. Many years later. So, you know, in that regard, I mean, it has its place in film history that's interesting and, you know, mm-hmm. of a historical relevance and, you know, beyond just being a movie, you know, I guess. I think you guys have touched on what I, what I, uh, I don't want to say didn't like about it, but, but the, the thing that I think, um, uh, irked me about it is that, you know, Cohen, you described it as a karate film. It's called Rapid Fire and there's a shit ton of guns in it. I know. Uh, and I don't, I mean, by today's standards, it's just a normal amount of guns, yeah. but by that, by, especially by a karate movie standard, it's a shit ton of guns. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of, yeah. you know, 
Mm-hmm. Automatic weapons. The, origi- the original title was Moving Target, which to me makes more sense. I like that. Yeah, exactly. I like that yeah. one. Makes way um, more sense. I wonder. I don't. I mean, and even the, the the poster says Brandon Lee, rapid fire, unarmed and extremely dangerous. <laughs> right, right. So he's well, except for those be... scenes where he picks up a gun and shoots a bunch of people. <laughs> well, right. I mean, like when he gets a gun, he usually uses it. But yeah, and and you know, this is not this is not the only film to do this. It's like, well, mm-hmm. we we run out of ammo or we drop our guns and then we have our, have our hand to hand combat. And then it's knives. <laughs> yeah, and then knives and stuff. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. I don't have a problem with that. It's just sure. that. If I'm, you know, if I'm watching the son of Bruce Lee, I want to see mostly right. fights and karate yeah, and the sure. stuff you talked about, which is, which I did like. Right. And not as much, you know, the guy with the, the double barrel mm-hmm. uh, Tommy gun <laughs> that, yeah. pull, that it's sitting in an Italian restaurant just waiting <laughs> to be used. You know, it's like, what yeah. what the hell yeah. was that? I mean, it's fun, yeah. but yeah, it's kind of just right. bizarre. It's just like bizarre. no one, no one watches a Jackie Chan movie to see him shoot people. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the moving target would have been better also because it probably would have set your expectations for, okay, we're going to go all over the place here. Mm-hmm. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, um, th- didn't they start in Thailand? I mean, wasn't that like an, not Anchor Wat, but it was some kind of Wat? <laughs> there uh, was like, you know, oh, a Buddha and right. when, it, when, when it starts and he, so mm-hmm. the the kingpin, the drug, you know, the, the Serrano guy goes to see. Right his supplier and yeah. ask for you know a share of his end which was kind mm-hmm. of we didn't he didn't explain why he owed him he was like well you you got all the good but you know this is working out great for you i want some of this action like right well wait a minute why right yeah your heroin's not selling well enough i don't understand what you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he, i mean if he had if he explained it like i'm taking more of the risk yeah by doing the distribution and all that stuff and i want more of a share right but, you know, so from there to L.A. to Chicago, you know, and f- with various, uh, you know, yeah, like his dad and his the Tiananmen Square thing. Yeah. Who, who presumably was killed by a tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't which know is kind of it's kind of funny because it like it reminds me of Austin Powers, you know. Yeah, it with, was with like the, that with the with the Zamboni. <laughs> the no, <laughs> yeah, they kept showing him near a tank. I'm like, is he gonna right. get killed by the tank? Did he I know it didn't right. even look like it was coming like at him. <laughs> I was right. like, oh, that's gonna come pretty close to him, but you know, right. a good few feet away. No. And then they tried to tie that in at the end, like because his new father figure, uh, yeah. Powers Booth guy. You know, he was like, oh, my new dad. I gotta save my new dad. You know, and he had yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. It was heavy handed. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, my god, so heavy handed. <laughs> <laughs> like, but after it was kind of he everyone, he has to run back into the burning building to save them. Like, oh my I know. god. I love it. I love it when the the uh, withers the cop comes out and she's like Ryan never came out. All right. Well, why don't you go back and get him? You're a fucking cop. <laughs> She's like, he, he never came out. And he's like, all right, i the many firemen him. that were our yeah, Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you stay here, police officer Withers. I'll take care of it. I'm an art student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's awesome. So g- comparing it to my memory, of I, I definitely have, I had seen it once. I'm pretty sure I was at Cohen's house. <laughs> I mean, 
like I don't I don't know for sure I don't have a specific memory I just know that like there's one reason I would have seen this movie and it's Cohen yes that's <laughs> the yeah, only reason you would have seen it's the only I reason I would have seen it. this movie yes <laughs> I mean I'd watch anything you know I didn't care but also like I would have never picked that movie <laughs> right well I think we probably saw it because of the crow and his death because that's when everybody saw this movie um no I'm I think pretty I sure saw I saw this before the crow yeah I think I mean, because I had also seen, I don't remember the timeline, but I had seen Showdown in Little Tokyo, which was the movie he did before this with Dolph Lundgren, actually, huh. um, which much like this has its moments, but is a terrible script, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but that was in my which head. Was, was like, which sorry, was part of the, which is, as I recall, was part of the reason, I mean, besides the crow just looked badass. And I mean, to, to, when did that come out? Ninety. Four? Four, I think. Something like that, or 96? I don't know. I don't remember. 94. 94, yep. Yeah. Um, you know, how old were we in 1994? 20? I mean, yeah. Yeah. every now and every couple of years, you know, I see a movie trailer, a movie comes out that feels like someone, like, reached into my brain and wrote and made a movie just for me, and at the time, that was it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> But I remember, I, 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 you know, it wasn't just that. It's just that I knew who Brandon Lee was because of this. And I think because of Showdown in Little Tokyo, too, because I was a big fucking dork. <laughs> yeah, so I remembered that there was, that I was expecting a lot more fighting and, you know, that there was a lot of guns. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remembered for some reason the, the guy saying, the pleasure of doing business with you. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like that. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember saying this. Yeah. I remember th- thinking, oh, he's in, he's screwed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say Raymond Raymond Barry, um, that actor. Yes. In a lot of stuff. He is a double up. Yeah, he is. There's he an a surprising in, amount of double ups in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Wait. He so was Raymond in, Barry. Go ahead. Let you take a swing at it. My brain fart. I had it. No, I just I lost it. I I mean I didn't. I only got because the entrance told me. But it was falling down. And actually, there's two people from falling down. Right, right, right. Who's the other one? Um, Michael Paul uh, Chan. Oh, that guy's in a ton of stuff. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like recognizable shit that everyone's seen. Yeah. Pretty impressive filmography, really. I mean, Raymond Berry's been a lot of stuff too. Yeah, they're both recognizable. Um, the guy who played the Italian gangster, Nick Mancuso, I, I just I recognize him from uh, from uh, Under Siege. Oh, okay. He's in that. And the sequel, I believe. <laughs> yes. He, uh, his personal life is interesting because, you know, he's playing this mobster guy. Mm-hmm. And it says since 1998, he was married to someone named Nadia Capone. It's <laughs> pretty on the nose. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't. I would have guessed under siege. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. And we mentioned yeah, Al Leong, I, and he's yeah diehard, diehard. And I mean, every action movie in the eighties and early nineties, really. I was um, surprised. Well, Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, there was also. I didn't. I didn't know this, but when I saw him, I was like, "Holy shit!" One of the guys from the laundry, I think, at the near the end was. Um, in Big Trouble in Little China, uh, Wang's cousin. Uh, Christ, I forgot his uh, name now. 
who the uh, that Margot has a has a crush on Margot, the the reporter. Okay. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I don't know, the Eddie, cousin thing or whatever. Eddie? Is that his name Eddie? Okay, now um, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <clears throat> yep, he's the funny guy. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of, Eddie sort Lee. His, his name, his real name is Donald Lee. He's in Rapid Fire. He's at the, he's in a scene at the end with, I believe, with the, um, the laundry. Shit. The laundry. Anyway, I was like, hey, big trouble, China, <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> wow. So two for that. Two for falling down. How about um, Money Pit? Did you know there's a Money Pit? Yeah, Taima. Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. Time Wait, up. who? He's playing the Kin, Kin Man Tao. The, He's the, the main, the big bad. I mean, the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. Who's wait? Who is he no, in the, the Money Pit? Pit? His name's Wang. Did Wang. he come? His name's Wang. Did he in the beginning? Wait, was he the guy? He, yeah, he was yeah, the guy. Like barges in when the, when they're tells him to get out. Right? Was that him? What's that? That guy's yeah. in a lot of stuff too. He is. Yeah, we can't even keep track of our own double ups anymore. I feel like I feel like the best, the the most. Um... He's General Shang in Arrival, which to mm-hmm. me is as soon right. as I saw him, I was oh. like, "Oh, yeah, I know yeah. this guy. Yeah. I know this guy." Yep. I yeah, love the old. scene where uh, Brandon Lee's chasing him, that guy, you know, before he gets you know electrocuted and then hit by a train, and <laughs> he stops, he turns, he goes, "Who the fuck are you?" And it's like the perfect, it's like the perfect line to explain this or like sort of point out how ridiculous this movie is because he's exactly right. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm he's an just, art student. <laughs> I'm an art student. He just comes along. He's like, he's foiling all these mobsters shit single handedly. <laughs> and bad FBI guys. <laughs> yeah. And bad FBI guys. Bad FBI guys. Oh, speaking of which, one of those FBI guys, um, the one he sticks the, the grill skewer into and mm-hmm. then kicks through the window is uh, a neighbor of mine, sort of. <laughs> he he lives down the street uh, in the village, uh, just like a 10-minute walk from me. And I, we met him uh, towards the end of last summer because in the in the summer, on the weekends, they close down the little village area to, to traffic and they have bands playing shit. And Sam and I were down there with the kids and we saw the guy and he, he stopped over and he goes, hey, you guys know when the band's playing? And Sam's and both of us were like, oh, I think they start around six. He goes, all right, cool, thank you, have a good day. I was like, that dude was in fucking rapid fire. <laughs> it took me a while to like. It took me a while to to figure it out, but I knew I knew him from some like old movie. It was or meant to be that you saw him. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And I don't. He's not. I'm looking. Oh, I gotta see full cast and crew. I feel, his name is Jeffrey something. I think. Um, but yeah, he was one of the, the corrupt feds and the one he sticks the skewer through and then kicks through that window to escape. <laughs> he's like a theater guy. He's been, he's done some movies, but he's more of a New York theater dude. By the way, he kicked through yeah. that. He couldn't kick through that window a right. minute before, right. but then he could kick the guy <laughs> through the window. Right. Yeah. I do like that scene. I like I like that, that sort of action set piece they do in the apartment where he whacks him with the you know the freezer door. He throws the utensils in his face and kicks yeah. the bed out from under him and all that shit. Like, I, I really enjoy that. He utensils in his face, but it doesn't hit anything. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it just distracts him. Like, oh, it's a good utensils. idea, though. It's a good idea. He, sh- he should have got should a should have had, like, one knife, knife sticking out of his cheek or, or a fork. <laughs> yeah, a fork somewhere. That would be good. But that's part of the parody, too. The, okay, you're in the other room. We can't really see what you're doing, but we're just going to announce we're going to kill you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're going to gonna kill you. the other guy first. 
You right. know, yeah. we'll just give you a 15 second head start. Why didn't they both <laughs> had guns? Why didn't one of them kill one and one of them kill the other one? Yeah. Well, you know. Oh. Jeff McCarthy is the actor who lives here in Maplewood. Nice. Anderson. He's also in RoboCop too, and Cliffhanger. Oh. Oh, he's in Joker, the one with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Well, well. He plays a NCB anchor. Way to go, Jeff. Yeah. Anyway, hi, Jeff. Jeff, friend of the show. Yeah. (laughs) Our interns will be in touch. All right. Well, I don't know if we need to go through the entire list, but there's one from Let It Ride. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait. It's, is it? Is it that big dumb shit dude? Yep. <laughs> it's a um, big dumb shit dude. <laughs> Tony Longo? Is that Tony him? Longo, yep. I knew he looked familiar. I was like, ah, shit. He, I knew he was in something we had talked about. I just couldn't remember what. <laughs> he, it's Let It Ride? It's Let It Ride. I'm trying to remember if he's the... He's not the well, is, oh he's with the uh, is he one of the three guys that are chasing him at the beginning? Is that it? Boy, I can't. I now remember. I'm not not placing it because I, I in my head I'm thinking of the security guy, but that's not him. That's a different. That guy. guy's been in a ton of shit too. Yeah. Uh, huh. Simpson is his character's name. I don't know. What year was he? Was in right? Fletch. Oh, he was he was probably with the no, he wasn't with the mobster guys. Ah, well. He was in Fletch. He's in yeah. Fletch. He's no, a detective in Fletch. Sixteen uh, Candles. He's in Mulholland Drive too. What? I like that movie. This guy's in stuff. He's in the last boy scout. Sixteen candles, jeez. Yeah. I like the last boy scout. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's, there's some interesting stuff about this movie. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. There's this whole thing how they were sort of 20th century Fox was sort of grooming Brandon Lee to make a sequel to this using a script called Simon says, which I am aware of. I've heard all about it because it became Die Hard with a vengeance. Right. And it's just, it's just sort of like if you're a fucking movie nerd and, you know, booger eating dork and you read about these things, which I have, it's a somewhat well-known script because at the time it was, it was like the most anyone had ever paid for a spec script. I don't remember how much, but it was millions and 20th Century Fox had it. And for some reason, instead of just making it, they kept like trying to adapt it to sequels for whatever reason. And at one point, Richard Donner wanted it to be like Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> Which Was makes perfect four? sense if you, or four yeah. maybe, when you look at Die Hard with a Vengeance, Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson. Right. You know, Danny Glover and, and, and Mel Gibson, you know. Um, Thanks for explaining that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but Brandon Lee, I don't know, Brandon Lee and whoever in it, I don't know. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> But I, I was amazed that there was somewhere in there it says that they had a script doctor work on this. I'm like, mm-hmm. what did they fix? Right, right. What was it like before they what fixed did it? Look it? Before? Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't understand how all the different elements of it come together. I mean, of course, we know where it has to go. It has to go to a big, you know, a lot of fighting and shooting and stuff and all that. But yeah, what was it? What was this, the, the seed of the, you know, what germinated in someone's mindset? Okay, well, we're going to have, 
uh, an art student get entangled. In I, I mean, it reminds me of other movies where you get you get you're a witness to a crime. I can't think of any offhand, but it's definitely familiar. Like you know, you you get mm-hmm. involved in something, you're in over sure. your head. That's fine, but mm-hmm. why did like let's? I know we shouldn't, we can't nitpick because there's way too much. But sure, we can. But like <laughs> the fact that the nude model conned him into going to this party just so he could talk about Tiananmen Square, and mm-hmm. those people also knew all of these drug dealers and mobsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was there was there a reason? Was there an explanation for that? Did I miss that? Yeah, like, there was. The, the so the big bad guy was a he was like a benefactor of the group. He was funding them. Okay. The like Free China group was being funded by this Chinese mobster dude. The Chinese mobster yes. that hangs out. In yeah. Thailand. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. So but, he's that and of all the him, times but... though you're gonna kill a a, a rival or right. a mobster's gonna kill another. It's during a benefit where you have <laughs> eight hundred people downstairs sure. in your warehouse mm-hmm. instead of the next day when there are like two people in your warehouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or just visit the guy at home and right. there. I also or liked wherever. how they, they were like, oh man, he hasn't killed someone himself in 15 years. And then he does it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot somebody again. Like, oh wow, he really hates doing that. Apparently. Yeah, you got a taste for it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like drinking. You want to, you're supposed to stop. You're supposed to stop. You can't <laughs> just go back and be like, oh, I'll just have one. Friends don't let friends kill a lot of bad guys. Yeah. Or rivals, I should say. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, you know, earlier we were talking about performances being weird, bad script, weird performances. But I think no one is weirder than Nick Mancuso, who plays you know Serrano. Yes, like, his performance is <laughs> just fucking weird. You know what I thought thought that when he <laughs> the first scene when he well the first sequence when he's meeting what's his name you know yeah and he's Tommy. he keeps touching his face. Yeah, I was like, "Get your hands off his face!" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it's a, it's a thing, but I mean, yeah, his he, accent is pretty cartoony as as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know. it doesn't sound very authentic. Uh, did Did you guys uh, see the list of people who were considered for the role of Mace Ryan? Yeah, I kind of laughed at that. Considered. <laughs> that's like saying, that's like, uh, yeah, I'm making a movie too. I'm considering everyone famous in the world <laughs> yeah. to ever be in it. <laughs> right. There's a, name, there's a list of like 25 names. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm sure they did consider yeah. Robert De Niro. <laughs> when I was single, yes. I considered asking out Uma Thurman, but yeah, just, yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, yes, my list is Tom Selleck or Al Pacino, yeah. or Harrison Ford, or Richard Gere, or Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Which one should it be? <laughs> Having a real hard time picking between Jeff Goldblum and Al Pacino. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So I mean, Powers Booth is it. I think he just like he. I, w- I wish I had counted the number of times he says, "Son of a bitch," or you yeah, know, yeah. Sons, sons of bitch. bitches. He did. Yeah. He did that back to back. He did sons of bitches, and then the, the next line he said was "son of a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> like wait, is he just ad libbing this, or I think yeah. he was ad libbing a lot of that. <laughs> I know he's like, this movie's ridiculous. What am I doing? I'm just gonna say sons of bitches. Fuck I kind of would. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, he gets shot a bunch of times at the end. Yeah. And he keels over and he's, and he, and he's like, oh, and, and I was thinking, I think I said this to myself, like, oh, he's not going to, you were supposed to think he's going to die, but he's not going to die. And I kind of wish he had. <laughs> Is it, I don't know why. I think just, just give the movie some, some more, I don't know. Gravitas I feel like I feel like I feel like he's the only one in this movie who really he, his performance seems somewhat self-aware, you know. Yeah. Cuz I feel like Powers Booth is a pretty good actor. Yeah. And he's a double up too, by the way. He was in uh Tombstone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Right, right, right. And he's great in Tombstone. Very good. Yeah. And I feel like he's he's I feel like he's pretty good. He's like I, I this is a ridiculous comparison but i think of uh i i often think i often think of ewan mcgregor in the piece of shit star wars prequels because the scripts are so fucking bad that every single human in those movies who utters a line sounds ridiculous except ewan mcgregor Mm -hmm. somehow that dude managed to make his lines sound somewhat believable and i feel like powers booth is that in this Kinda. <laughs> you don't think Liam Neeson did okay in that first? No, one? not really. <laughs> I don't. No. Okay. I, 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 I feel like defend, Liam defense. Neeson is just way out of his depth. You know, he's not. He. I don't think Liam Neeson has ever spoken lines that bad in his whole career. Even when he's doing like Next of Kin. That, that you know, yeah. that, was, that was better. That was better than the the shit he had to utter in those movies. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, you and McGregor was uttering dog shit too, but somehow he he sold it. Like I'm impressed. I mean, yeah. yeah. Also, he did. I mean, he's playing a, an established character, so that's that's yeah. tricky to do. So I give him yeah. bonus points for that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that helps to a certain extent. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, I, does Powers <laughs> Booth look like Craig T. Nelson? Oh yeah, I used to get confused all the fucking, I was looking at him. I'm thinking Peter Delaplane. <laughs> 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 it was bugging me the whole movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I used to confuse them all the time. <laughs> I did think of that movie when I was watching this movie too. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. It fits in line with this movie. Yeah. yeah. These two could be, uh, uh, you know, a double header. Like they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're spiritual, like, <laughs> I don't know, siblings. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's a good action, thing. Action Jackson. <laughs> you guys are welcome. I mean, come on. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're what would you do? What would you do if I wasn't around to pick <laughs> movies like this? We'd just be watching Japanese anime all the time. Yeah, about death. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hit a home run there either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a lot can, of pressure on me for the next pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, is it next pick time? Did you say something about next yeah, pick? Yeah, I said that out of pressure right now. Oh, well, did we finish our, uh, did we tidy up Well, no, here? let's, let's, let's discuss, done. let's discuss the music. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. God. Okay. <laughs> I had to look up the worst band. moment. <laughs> the worst moment is when the cheesy love song starts yeah. before they actually kiss. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It started five seconds too early. Yeah. I'm like, who would do that? <laughs> 
I don't remember yeah, that band. Hardline? Hardline. I know. Oh. I don't remember them either. How? How? How does I mean, it they, were, they were affordable, I think. You know why? Yeah, because they were affordable, exactly. Because <laughs> we're built to repress really bad memories. And that's what it is. Is that 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 part, that scene was so bad that you repressed it. Because if you remembered that scene, you would have never picked this movie. <laughs> No, I can overlook that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a brief interlude and the rest was all fighting. He's fine with it. <laughs> exactly. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like, they could run that scene 30 times as long as they still have him kick the table into the guy. Right, exactly. <laughs> kick the bat out from underneath them. Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, so they, the that same band comes in at the end and that yeah. song at the end, I think I did remember oh, yeah? hearing on the radio, but... Hmm. Uh, you know, just I don't remember them at all. <laughs> in case anyone's gonna write in and tell us that we we missed a huge one, but yeah, Hardline, they're great. What was it? It's weird. The rest of the music like, was. I looked them up, and you know they they toured with artists such as Mr. Big and Extreme, both yeah. of which I remember quite well. Right. I just these guys, I don't know. Those are nope. good reference points, though. Extreme yeah. and and Mr. Big. Yeah. <laughs> and then these guys. <laughs> and then these guys, Hardline. Yeah. yeah. Oy. No, I think the other music was just standard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a little cheesy yeah. at times, but, you know, nothing, it was like yeah. sort of a lot of saxophone. It reminded me of Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. 2 or 3 oh, or something, yeah, but not as good. Yeah. 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 Also, uh, th- so one thing I did, I did recall, I didn't have to look up. If you guys, re- if you guys remember when I picked Super Cop. The very first thing I said in that episode was that I picked the wrong movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I had meant to pick was Police Story 1. Super Cop is like Police Story 4 or something. This movie has several scenes that are direct like lifts or, monta- or uh, homages to Police Story 1 with Jackie Chan. Uh, mm-hmm. driving, driving through the display case on the motorcycle, um, kicking through the, the railing, uh, I forgot what else, are all are all taken directly from police story. And they, they, you know, if you read about it, there are others, other movies, um, some John old John Woo movies that they kind of lifted some shit to from like the killer and hard boiled. And, hmm. uh, and I guess, I don't know. I, I feel I'm ambivalent about homages like that. You know, on one hand it's yeah. like, Oh, that's cool. You know, you're, you're a student of the, the, of the form and blah, 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 you know, whatever. I don't know. Or on the other hand, you like, can't feel like you're just kind of stealing shit from other people who do it better than you do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the time, um, uh, like the long Los Angeles times, uh, described the, described this as better than enter the dragon and a star making role for Lee. I don't know mm. about better. Mm. Um, and then this, uh, Stephen Holden guy, of the New York, New York times said that the film exploited the death of his father to make the character more seem more sympathetic. I think that's a that's a bit harsh because yeah, they obviously I used that... I mean it's it's not wrong, but it's a bit I think it's a bit harsh. Yeah, I don't think that's really fair. Right? I mean, I just because they used a backstory that seems I right. mean they did use they did kind of lean into that though because you know his name is Jake Lowe. You know yeah. Lee Lowe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean I guess. But... I think the go ahead. I don't know. It's like giving a character a, a tragic backstory who lost his parent is like not exactly a stretch. No, it's pretty standard. It's, you know, yeah. You know, I was like I was whatever. insulted by the the Tiananmen Square sort of 
angle because it it didn't go it didn't mean anything. It was totally yeah. There was no like mention of free speech or or human rights right, or right. it was just like, oh yeah, that thing happened. That was that was that sucked, huh? <laughs> right. And the tank ran over it's your like, dad. It's was, like an was, American writer was sitting down at his computer and he's like, hmm. Chinese, Chinese. people, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I heard this thing about Timmins Square. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, and someone's it's, like, uh, it's Tiananmen. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. It's probably not too far off. <laughs> so finishing up on the critics, the Gene Siskel, I think, was was probably the mo- the closest to how I feel. Which he said. Although the film was a disaster, he thought Lee was likable and appealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like he. I don't think it's a disaster. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not no. the room. You know, I mean, well. <laughs> <laughs> that's your bar for disaster. I mean, it's not Howard the Duck. How about instead of disaster? How about like just a mess? How about just a yeah? I mean, a hodgepodge a or a yeah, yeah. Okay, a sloppy, I can see that. A sloppy, fun, flawed yeah. film. Sure. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> All right, well, that makes you feel better. That's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he li- so, but he liked Brandon Lee, and I think that's I think yeah. that's the 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 takeaway here. I think, here is that I think he, he's very likable. Yeah, you know, I kind of wish he would wear something other than a tank top once in a while. But <laughs> I thought that was amusing too. I'm like, really, just one black tank top the whole movie? Yeah, <laughs> it's either that or no shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of focus on him too in the love scene. It was like, let's show the abs. Let's okay, let's see some <laughs> right, abs. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, those were his abs. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. <laughs> those were mine. <laughs> the body double. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so, okay. so I thought one little bit of trivia. Al Long, who we had talked about, who was in Die Hard and everything else. Um, he's he's. He he's said that his favorite on-screen death of a character he's played was in this movie. Yeah, which I can see that because I feel like he, you know, if you think about the movies he's been in where he does get defeated or killed, it's like, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't really. He doesn't like, get. It, he, he doesn't get those really, death scenes. Yeah, yeah. He just sort of like. <laughs> he's yeah. just mowed the worst. Down he, he just amongst... gets taken unawares and gets shot right. up, and that's it, right? I mean, he's right, like, right, right. Like At least in this one, he gets to. He has a cool entrance, you know. Yeah. He's sort of he's sort of like the last guy before the main guy. Yeah. You know, so he gets to come down the stairs all badass, and then he gets to like kick ass for a little <laughs> while. He's not wrong either, because like, I I watch people's eyes when they die, and if they don't do it right, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right, that's not a weird, that's not a weird, that's not, like taken out of context. That sounds fucking gross, dude. Great, yeah, that's gonna be the button now. I'm gonna yeah. live with that. I like to watch you when they die. <laughs> no, continue. I'm All curious. Right, so, <laughs> no, I I like to I like to see if the actor is you know <laughs> disciplined with because it's hard. If they're really acting or if they're really dead. <laughs> yeah, if they're really dead. Or not. some people don't. All right, I'll give you an example. Um, Shaun, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the end scene in the bar in the Winchester and there yeah. there's bullets flying and mm-hmm. the the bartender and, and his wife are already zombies and she mm-hmm. gets hit by that stray bullet and she does it's, it hits her in the head and she she looks you know she like stops and looks in one direction and then she 
looks in another direction before she falls down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you were so close. You just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a simple thing, but it's very important. Your your eyes are not going to move if you're brain dead. So, well, you know. so anyway, we, have, we have a doctor in the dead. house. Yeah, am I wrong? So I mean, is, I could, is this I true? Know. I mean, how quickly do you think you go brain dead? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a bullet in the head, I maybe yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it shouldn't be I like that at all. But anyway, if that's what they're going for, if we're, if they're trying to show the final second of, you know, a death scene, don't make the eyes move, you know? All I'm trying to say is Al Leong was right. He did a good job on that death. Nice work, Al. Nice work, Al. <laughs> I'll be seeing you in my dreams. <laughs> At least he didn't say, I'm so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, now what are we doing next? Okay. Um, you bring this back to the to the. Oh, you want to do the yeah the age? You know, should we watch this when you're a kid? I don't think so, unless you're. Yeah. Unless it's 1992 and you're. I mean, your friend has it on somewhere video. around age 12. Unless you're crow obsessed and want to see, you know, like what he did before he got killed. Yeah. Did you see that, that it was actually, the sales went up after his... Oh, yeah, I'm sure. His death? Definitely. Um, I'd just like to say that The Crow was the first movie... Wait, what year did The Crow come out? 94. Is that what year Jurassic Park came out? Nope, that's 90... Oh, shit. 93? 93, yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say The Crow was the first movie I ever saw three times in the theater, but I'm wrong. Jurassic Park was the first time, first movie I ever saw three times in the theater, and then The Crow was the second. I had a minor obsession with the crow. I'll admit it. I loved it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. It was, you know, as you can probably both recall, when I was in college, I had long hair and the crow was my costume one year and it was fucking badass. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's the only time I didn't look ridiculous with long hair. <laughs> I have, have one the... picture. So of says it. you. Well, yeah, I so, see says, that. so says everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few universal truths in this world that's yeah, one of them that's one of them <laughs> okay so didn't this guy say something like bad posture is the root of yeah yeah they, all the health problems health in america problems. or whatever yeah i was like oh so that's where this came from because <laughs> yeah, i remembered that line <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. well you know rapid fire is more than just a movie it's a way of life. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Count me All right. Out. What are we doing next? All right. Quick. <laughs> uh, well, as a reaction to this movie, I deliberately picked something nothing like this movie. Oh. So, a drama? Drama. You got uh-huh. it. Okay. It's going to be... Do you want to guess what year or what decade or anything like I'll give you a decade. Uh, late 90s? Or no. Uh, no. <laughs> it's 80s. 80s drama drama uh-huh. and it 84? has it has come up earlier than that it has come up uh cohen mentioned it once or twice in passing hmm. um it's got it's a pretty acclaimed movie it's got a lot of you know good actors in it and uh you know it's been on my mind it's been on my list for a long time is it terms of endearment it is not hmm. it is uh, not that. i hmm. 
I've never gone back and watched that one. I don't, I mean, we may, I I guess, if someone picks it, but. Does it have Warren Beatty in it? It does not have Warren Beatty. Oh, oh, I forgot who directed this. I'll give you the director. Robert Mm -hmm. Redford. Oh. Oh, is it uh, uh, The Way We Were? I was going to say The Natural, Mm -hmm. but I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's a trauma. That's not. He didn't direct that one. What did he do? Um, the natural he was well. I don't know what he directed. Wait, he, I'm surprised that he directed 80s. this. I forgot that he had. Wait, he what's the? Let's see. What else uh, can I tell you about it? Um, it's um, it's a story about um, it's about it involves some death and some uh, some suicide talk and some. Uh, oh, is it? Wait. Ordinary People? It is. Yeah, he directed that. Dude, that's a good movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, it's, but um, I really remember liking it. Yeah, it's infuriating and very sad, but it's a good fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't have done sad right away, but you forced my hand with <laughs> rapid fire, so. <laughs> I forced your hand. You did. <laughs> Didn't we I, just I do was... super fucking sad and depressing? Yeah. yeah. Well, we I was did. attracted, so attracted you're just to going Tron, right back. but you stole Tron from me, so now... I stole Tron so there's nothing else. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, I mean, I generally have like an idea of what I'm going to do in like a month, but, you know, if, if that plan changes, I, I get a little lost. So huh. here we are. All right. No, ordinary people's great. Yeah. <sighs> don't remember anything about it cool right on um where can we watch it the usual well, you're places. looking it up i just want to say this has been our best review yet oh it you has. know what else though you know what i forgot hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this has definitely been our best review so That's, where can we watch ordinary people um uh, i'm my interns have failed me. Oh boy! I don't know. It does really. Why is it coming up? <laughs> Usually, it just Google. I it don't know. It. It's on. It's know. on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's weird. Oh wait, but it says rent or buy. Uh oh. Oh, forget that. Uh, Fubu, Paramount Plus, Epics, all subscriptions. Yeah, but so. oh, I have Paramount Plus. That's yeah, good. but oh, there you go. For my oh, you know I might. Yeah. <laughs> I think they call it football. Yes, we call it football. They. <laughs> well. Yeah. All right. So that's the, that's it. Well, that was a rapid fire review. <laughs> all right, that's enough movie buff. I'm out. All right. So say we all of us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Hiya. <laughs> Hiya! That's the film with your brains. I like to watch people's eyes when they die.